0: This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. We are starting to record 25 minutes late and she is not happy with me, but it's the one, the only Sarah Thank for you. Asia.
1: Hi, Mr. Yadif. Yeah. 25 minutes late.
0: Listen I have God. other
1: things to do beside you in my life. Hello. I
0: know. I had to deal oh, with- it, What? All this stuff with ABC. I have I have signed contracts with ABC and news and I have to promote the Randall scandal or I'm going to lose my- um. Future with the ABC. So I had to do a lot of press today myself. I'm sorry to tell you, but I am sometimes press. in the, some. It's
1: so, called the release form. What press have you been doing aside from your own? Now, by the way, you were very good at the documentary, but sweetie, they all they want is you to sign away your life. What else did they make you sign?
0: Darling, a couple publications wanted an intro. Really, I, I've done some. I'm, I'm, I don't like to rate A list, B list, but I've done some smaller publications Reached out and wanted to speak to me about my experience with Mr. Emmett. Truly, so I am sorry to keep you waiting. I was like saying, and then Jill Zarin called, so I had to say like Sarah's waiting, and Sarah did not seem to care. So here I am, Sarah. Here I am.
1: Sorry. I'm having a, a, you know what? I'm irritated today. I was robbed. You know, Excuse me? I had over, yes. This is the second time living in Los Angeles. You want to know what it's like living in Los Angeles? Get ready to be like vandalized and theftalized all the fucking time. And no one gives a rip. This is the second time in one year that someone has stolen something from my family. First of all, a year ago, when I first moved here, my sweet mother-in-law, who, by the way, is a criminal defense attorney herself, comes here, is at the Grove having a sandwich. Someone goes into her purse, steals five credit cards, all her cash, goes to the Apple store. Credit cards get rejected once. Suddenly, they all go through and buys $22,000 in merch. Now, it was on a credit card, so luckily she got that money back, right? But the nightmare of trying to do all that. Then, this past weekend, in my own building that I live here, over $200 in clothing and package items stolen, stolen. They cut open the packages. They take your stuff and they leave. And I'm so fired up today. I'm so irritated. I, I because you know what my own neighbors say to me? The, this is, this is the insanity of what's going on. You, you've got me going. And, and then we'll get on the Randall scandal. They blame my neighbor you. Said Yes, yes, yes. This is where we're at in society, folks. My neighbors say to me, well, you know, here in L.A., SNAP programs have ended, which is three hundred dollars for people who are, you know, misfortune. Um, and so people are really desperate. OK, well, that's terrible. And we should provide for people who can't do it. But what the fuck does that have to do with people coming in, breaking into our building? And I'm not the only one. A neighbor had her laptop stole and a backpack stolen out of her car. We've had in our building. By the way, I live. You're wondering if you're thinking, where does this bitch live in LA? In a nice neighborhood. We had somebody which put we're a not ladder. allowed
0: to say. We've we've learned. Thank you.
1: This is why. This is why. Probably they heard on Behind the Velvet Ropes and, and the Sarah Fraser show. They're like, oh, this this bitch. Like uh, she's got some shoes. Somebody put a ladder to a second floor balcony here and stole two bikes. And our neighbor, everybody here is like, my other neighbor's like, oh bummer you know what we should start a program where if you see a box of of each other's we'll just pick it up and i'm like no you guys like this isn't how about get demanding our building have security so cameras, there's no
0: doorman there's guys, no cameras
1: no no, no. and uh. Uh, none of our neighbors are concerned they're all like well you know it's people are really getting desperate it's really hard times OK, well, guess what? I'm not Jeff fucking Bezos, OK? When I'm Jeff, no problem. Shoes on me. Uh, but, you know, I'm out here working my ass off, waiting on David for 30 minutes to do a goddamn podcast to pay my bills. Meanwhile, I don't even know how you get your shit back. Do, can you my neighbors like, I think they'll just send you another pair of shoes. I'm like, no, I, I don't think it works that way. Like, supposedly, yeah, if you not if you've party received party, them. Thank you. I mean, I wouldn't
0: think so credit
1: card death protection. Anyway, I'm sorry, everyone. I had to rant because I can't believe I'm like blown away in our society, at least in Los Angeles. It's always the person who's violated. It's always their fault here. Always. Don't even get me started. Mr. You're scaring me. I I mean,
0: I you're scaring me. Um, I'm coming back to Los Angeles, in, in
1: a building that has a doorman and has somebody like 24 seven security, which is where I need to end up being, but that's I why money? I
0: talk about all my whereabouts. I guess you're right. I guess I take for granted that people have these things and say, so you're just making me feel awful about my privilege which isn't really
1: oh, a problem. Oh, no. oh my God, don't, no. We...
0: But okay, David, I don't know how you're turning this into be about you. I'm very sorry that this has happened. No, you shouldn't
1: take this on as any privilege. Nobody, this shouldn't be happening to anybody anywhere in any building, period. I'm sorry, two things can exist. We can have programs that absolutely help people out and we can prosecute people who steal, hello, and we can demand that our buildings have tougher security. That's, this isn't Guess one why. or the other,
0: guess what? I'm I'm irritated with the mindset here. Go on. You want to hear something that's going to make ever because, you know, apparently I come on here and I actually want to get people to hate me. Do you know what? You're going to be shocked. I have very conservative views on programs that help people out. So let's not even go there. Let's not even go there because my views are really very conservative on the matter. And You're um, like,
1: shut that damn snap program uh, off. <laughs> they don't need a goddamn dime. I love it.
0: I have some, I have some, I, I am from the Kim Kardashian school of get up and figure it out and work.
1: Not everybody can mentally and single mothers. They can't, they need help. When I, I, we are the richest country in the world. There are tons of programs. People deserve that. They need WIC. They need these programs, but that ain't any damn excuse. It's not, I mean, here at CVS and targets here. You go and help yourself. They don't because, of course, the the people working there shouldn't put themselves in danger, but they don't prosecute anybody here. Let me tell you something.
0: I have to say in all seriousness, the drugstores in Los Angeles. Yes. They're a very scary place. People believe it. Believe it. I have not gone into a single drugstore in Los Angeles in the past time, since I've moved there without hearing a manager screaming at someone to please stop. And I think the person's usually running out the door, but you know what, Sarah, do you know why they did this? Do you know why they did this? Because you have had a cameo in the one, the only, the Randall scandal, love lies at Vanderpump. Did you see yourself <laughs> on the screen talking to me? On the Wait, scene? no, I, I didn't get there. I'm all the
1: way uh, through. What is it? Three parts. I'm all the way through it's part It's an hour one, and a half. And actually, I think I'm almost to the end. So I think I'm almost probably seeing our scene. But I have seen you, my dear friend. You look fantastic. You're killing it. And I learned a lot about Randall because I, as you all know, I am a new fan to Vanderpump. And I I honestly just didn't care much about anything to do with Vanderpump. So I learned a lot. I, I had no idea. I didn't realize that Randall produced The Irishman. And
0: by mean... the way, you know, I'm a buyer.
1: Like, I, I I loved that. It was like three hours on Netflix or whatever by Martin Scorsese. I, I'm a huge Scorsese fan. Uh, I didn't realize. I mean, the guy is like super legit. I had no
0: idea. I learned a lot in this documentary. Randall was the king of the geezer teaser. That's what they called it. He would find Bruce Willis and Stevens. He would find the older action Heroes that were a I mean, I don't just appear on ABC A Hulu documentary without coming well prepared, darling. So I know everything about this lovely gentleman, Randall. But no, he would find these, you know, Bruce Willis, say what you want. I mean, he's an icon, but it's the guys that were getting the $20 million deals back in the day and and offer them like right. Like he would offer Bruce Willis two million dollars to work for three days. Not a bad gig. And that was his brand. That was his brand. The Irishman was the closest thing to legitimacy that he ever got. But I mean, you saw these. That's a huge legitimacy though.
1: That's like huge – and by the
0: way, working with Bruce Willis
1: and you know all these people on the the documentary yourself and other you know reporters and people connected right. This one woman who worked at Randall's production company, I guess Randall would lose his shit on Bruce on sweet Bruce Willis, and of course Bruce Willis has some cognitive, like a basic cognitive yeah, deformity. Like
0: it's called like. It's like what is f- like frontal there? lobe aphasia or something. But don't quote me on that. It's something like that. But it's, it's the real deal, what, what he's going through. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since
1: that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey. (sighs)
0: I've been telling you guys for a few weeks about these amazing Nebula 9, basically vodka in a can. They're ready to drink cocktails. Then I want to know which is your favorite. Come on, you've had several weeks to try these out, guys. My favorite's the Great Beyond, but I wonder if yours is the same or if you like Moscow Mule, the Pineapple Passion Fruit Paradise, or the Pommy Blue Cosmo better. Forget having to like mix drinks at home or make your own drink. These are literally like you open the can and you drink. And the best thing, each can is equal to two shots of vodka. Of course, drink responsibly, but how great is that? Also, it's the summer and I need to keep my summer body going. So there's no sugar added, which I love. They're made with real fruit juice and the taste is just so damn good. One of the best things for me about the Nebula 9 ready to drink cocktails, they come right to your front door. You can drink them at home or take them on the go. So listen, order yours at nebula9vodka.com and use promo code VELVET for 10% off your order. You can thank me later. Of course, always drink responsibly. Must be 21 or older to purchase. That's nebula9vodka.com. Use promo code VELVET for 10% off and DM me and let me know what flavor is your favorite.
1: Well- and what it's revealed in the documentary, right, is Bruce was really going through this years ago because Bruce would wear an earpiece and someone would feed Bruce his lines. He could no longer remember any of the lines, right? And then Br- Randall would get frustrated and yell at sweet Bruce Willis, who was losing his cognitive ability. And Bruce would be like, what did I do? Did I do something wrong? <laughs> so bad. How could you yell at sweet Bruce Willis? And I thought it was nice to learn that Bruce Willis is... Just sounds like an absolute sweetheart that everyone adores. Did
0: you get to the part where like the production company woman, she was, she became the waitress, like filling up his coffee and Bruce didn't remember where he was. It was yes, really sad. It's very sad. It's super sad. Was there one um, thing you learned about Mr. Emmett that, well, thank you for acknowledging my presence in the documentary. Um, you know, great just- just because, you know, we've been on the BBC and we've been in the Wall Street Journal and now in the, you know, an ABC documentary in the past, you know, 30 days, Sarah, guess what? I ain't leaving you and I ain't leaving behind the velvet rope. I'm keeping the day job. So there you go. Sleep okay. Good. Good. Anything I will. You learned about Mr. Emmett that shocked you?
1: Well, you know what I did think was quite interesting is for the first time, and I I think this is the the assistant, right, the very famous assistant, the – I don't know if it was the L.A. Times or the New York Times that broke the article. But the L.A. Times, who they do fantastic entertainment journalism. Fantastic. They really do. Yeah, I'm really like the Tom Girardi stuff. It's so good. Um, But anyhow, they they reveal this assistant for the first time. This guy who had to go and get cocaine and stuff for for Randall. Uh, You know, I guess the part I'm curious about. So it sounds to me like all this goes awry, right? Because Randall basically has like a spending addiction, drug addiction. I mean, that'll do it right right there. Spending drug addiction gambling addiction, women addiction. Like, that's how it all went south, right? It doesn't sound so much that it was, like, shady. I mean, because they really say in the documentary, this is also what I learned, that he did do these legitimate films. You know, he was Mark Wahlberg. did you get
0: to the the writer's part where, like, he, that deal they were going to do with... Either we're going to do a documentary or whatever, a show with Arnold Schwarzenegger about the muscle culture. And then like he owed the writers that thing. And no, I mean, there were some shady business deals, too. He didn't want to pay people. You don't want to pay people.
1: But it sounds like that's because he'd run out. of. It doesn't sound like there was a shortage of cash. They were making a lot of money. It sounds like Randall just mismanaged everything and then spiraled into an addiction of drugs. Right. And like he grew
0: up, you know, about, you know, like it's that Hollywood, like, you know, he wanted to be a baller with La and go to Craig's and private planes. And I mean, man, I really enjoy being a part of this documentary because I love doing like an expose, like that one line that someone said about like, you know, this is the underbelly of Hollywood. This is not what you see on the movie posters. Love that. You live in the town now. I mean, people are breaking into your front door and which we're very sorry to yeah. hear about. but. You know, this is Hollywood. This is it, guys. This is it. This is what assistants face. This is what women are doing. This is what, you know, young gay men are doing. I mean, it's casting couches and it's just it's just it's a real I've said this before. And so have you. I, I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have done me well in my twenties if I was starting behind the velvet yeah. rope and I was in the business. Now I, I can handle all this now. Cause I don't give a fuck. I don't give one fuck. Take your red carpet. I'm staying home in my pajamas tonight. Thanks for the invite. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I,
1: I, well, I, I, I I'm not judging, wiser. Like,
0: but this is right. But this is hard. It's hard stuff. So I hope you finish the documentary.
1: I will, Um, you know, I'm obviously some highlights are you Lala's mom's in it. I've not gotten to the part where apparently Lala appears. Um, Lala says that, you know, she, you know, I don't know, ignored the red flags and there's something about like, you know, I, I thought about this. I thought, well, if I give so much grace to Erica Jane, because I think Erica Jane with Tom had a, you know, don't ask, don't tell kind of policy you know, she just if the money was coming from Tom, she just why would she question it? Tom was who Tom was. You know, this very powerful. You've had the fabulous Gloria Allred on your show, as Gloria said. I mean, he was a big swinging dick in Los Angeles. I mean, everybody knew who he, he was as an attorney. And it's sort of the same way. I mean, part of me is like a little bit of like, I don't buy it so much from Lala as I do Erica. But I'm I'm trying to like dig into uh, my bias. A, and a say, lot why of people. is that?
0: don't like what you're listen a lot of people have left comments of like give me a fucking break girl you were with him for the money you know when times got tough you ran out I mean I'm not saying that I love my lala but yes and
1: you're very complimentary of her in the um if I were her I would I would consider you a very loyal uh (laughs) friend and interviewer you're very kind to her in the documentary
0: I had a great one-on-one twice with her. I thought just like the Ariana, what you, and then we'll move on because you mentioned Erica J, and I want to talk about Beverly Hills rapping. What you, you buy it with Erica more and you're not sure Lala was there for truly, what's the word? Truly pure motives?
1: At first glance, I feel like, I feel like it's less believable about Lala. And I think the reason I think that is because the interviews that Lala has done, she has an interesting strategy where Erica has has been like, first of all, Erica's still in love with Tom, I, I think, in my opinion, 110%. I think, so I think she, I think Tom will die with Erica by his side. I, I think she absolutely is 100%. That was the love of her life, right? So I... And Erica has been so angry, like, a, you know, a woman totally scorned, whereas Lala has an interesting approach, which is she's gone on these shows and she's like, kind of like, no, nope, I take full responsibility. I, I should have seen the red flags and I, I'd be done with him, but I have to fight so hard because we have a child together. And that's true, right? That's a different situation than Tom and Erica, right? Because Tom helped raise Erica's son, but she already had her son with somebody else. There, It's just like a little too... I don't know. It doesn't seem as scorned, like she, like Lala just doesn't seem as scorned. But that could just be who Lala is. And there's really, to me, I think it's just like my own bias. I have to go back and say, look, if you're if you're gonna ride this hard for Erica because you think this powerful man she didn't know. I mean, Emmett was the same way. It wasn't like Emm- Emmett was like a schlub Ponzi schemer that started out. I mean, he was a legit Hollywood producer. So. I guess when you fuck a guy that's a very famous producer or Tom Girardi and they send you a card the next day, I I guess it's like you don't really think that much about it. Like, you're like, all right, he's just rich.
0: Well, by the way, and then we can move on. Like, she also, not like I'm just, trust me, I'll like call out Lala when I see a reason to, but like, she did leave. I mean, like, the world is kind of crashing in on Randall, but not really. I mean, he's still out there working i mean so when she left on I mean, what he, well i don't well, know who's working
1: with randall nobody
0: nobody okay well i mean well do you know you
1: You're much more of an insider than i am but i don't see anybody working with randall Emmett. i mean his name he's still getting i'm sure insane amounts of residual money right i mean he's forever associated with the irishman bruce willis films um power Stars and I'm sure you know he still gets a big cut from replays and residuals from that with Fifty
0: Cent. Apparently, but I don't think people are looking to work to the, with him. According to the producer at ABC, Fifty Cent is very pleased with my commentary. <laughs> I'm like, are oh, thank you, but are you kissing my ass? Because you don't need to. This isn't. I'm from New York. We don't have to do the LA thing. Like, but he's just like, no. Fifty Cent saw the trailer and is very intrigued with your humor. Thank you. No, I mean, I like get your point. I, I get your point. Maybe no one's working, but I don't know. I still respect somebody that leads. She left. I don't know.
1: Okay, but wait, tell me, because you've you interviewed Lala a couple of times. What you, And you believe her side of the story, right? You believe she doesn't, she didn't really know all the, the shit that Randall was up to, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, look it, I mean, you could, of course, if you meet somebody- And they happen to, you wake up after, you know, you fuck them and there's a car in your driveway. I mean, that does happen to a lot of people, right? So, I mean, you don't, you don't hate that. Sarah's like, well, (laughs) I don't know why that's not happening to me, but you don't hate that. Right. I mean, who out there doesn't want that? I don't think it really, I think it helps you like the person, but I don't think it replaces it. Like, listen, I don't know. I'm the type of person that I mean, I always like, I would love to have been young and naive and have someone come along and give me a ton of money, but I'm the type of like, if I don't like you, I can't even have a phone call with you You for three minutes. Like I, I can't, so forget about three hours of sex and 14 hours of a dinner and 19 hours of getting on a fucking plane, even if it's a private plane to fly home to see your family. I literally am like, there's a noose around my neck. I am fucking suffocating. I got to get out. So I think the average, I don't think you really can fake it as much as you think. Like I truly think sometimes when there's an inequity of finances, some part of you has to like that particular person in the beginning. Maybe not 100%, but I think, like, I don't think it could have been anyone. I think there is something there that keeps you together. It's my opinion.
1: well- I thought what a positive you know, view yeah, of humanity, very positive. And I did think that Randall was quite charming on the all the episodes, you know. I mean, and the interviews that the two of them did with each other, they seemed in love. And can I mean, yeah, I I, that's why I think I have to sit back and say, I don't think she knew, you know, if I, I think it's like Erica, you know, if you, if you ride that arm for Erica, you know. You got to ride that hard for other women that are in that situation unless there's proof of something else. And I really don't think
0: she knew. I don't.
1: Sounds like until that cheating scandal in Nashville, she didn't have any idea.
0: That was it. She, according to my friend Lala, when she feels not safe, that was when she would be out and that's when she didn't feel safe and she was out. Can we talk about Erica Jane for a minute? Yes. Tell me, tell me. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills has wrapped for the season with Kyle's infamous white party. We did it on a football field. If I was a straight man, I might remember the team or what they were doing there, but it was some football field. And Miss Jane performed a new song, which will be featured in Bet on Blonde. So, again, Sarah, I don't know if you are under. Oh, I do. I don't know if you understand this, but you need to buy a plane ticket to Vegas for BravoCon and for Erica Jane because you're coming with me, girl. We're gonna have to I work know, you that gotta, out. You gotta figure that out. Yep, yep. That's on our list. Beverly Hills is wrapped. Garcelle has gone on record of saying, "Like, listen, we're going old school." R H O B H. And Denise Richards has brought the drama. Now I don't know what drama that is, Garcelle, girl, but she's put it out there that there's lots of drama. And uh, is this is this real? Are we excited, guys, for the new season of RHOBH? Or are we getting our Ambien out? And is this just going to be a bit of a miss of a season? I, it's a real question, everyone. It's a real question. Or is this back to basics, like too toxic, too much with Rinna? This is what we want, guys.
1: I... <laughs> I don't know. I almost feel like this franchise is is a little bit right now too big to fail. You know what I mean? So many people are going to be tuning in. And I don't think Rinna is going to be that missed. I think it's more the Kathy. I I, I kind you of am like disappointed. I don't know. What do you think? She was I, such- I love no. Kathy. I, I think Kathy was so great. Like, I just want to go into someone's home where they have full staff all day long and a huge baked potato loaded with caviar. I mean, to me, it sounds like a dream.
0: I love it. But listen, I think this is the same reason that R H O N J is really on pause, like, and Kim and I fight about this on the Patreon. She's like, Margaret is coming back. No, I have two ways which R H O N J is going to be fixed. But like, Bravo, really, when it gets too toxic, they just I think Bravo, this is the total season that Bravo wanted from Beverly Hills. I think we're going to have light drama I mean, I can't, I mean, Garcelle keeps saying it's old school and drama, but I mean, where is the drama? Like, what is it? Nothing is leaked. So I like when nothing leaks. I don't really want stuff to leak, but how did Denise Richards bring the drama? Can someone please explain that to me? Cause I don't really see it. I do think Denise, but like R H O N J and J when I say it, it's like, it's on a real pause and it's like, if they don't let everyone in the cast go, except Danielle and Rachel Fuda, which I'm going to get into that in a second, if you want. You, okay. Okay. And you've really, they're not, you, oh, you're thinking they'll give Teresa a whole spin-off. This is, uh, this is my opinion. Listen, when something goes on pause, it is true. It's not to punish anyone. It's not to, to, t- it's literally saying Bravo is literally saying and Bravo's pissed. I mean, I've, I i do not think I talked about this with you. Maybe, maybe the patron. Bravo is really pissed. Because they're like, we literally don't know what to do now. They literally don't know what to do with New Jersey. If Teresa and Melissa, I think, would like to make up and pretend and get their $2 million checks, but Bravo's like, you all took it too far and no one's going to believe that. So they literally don't know what to do. So I foresee, this is me, the only two ways New Jersey can get off this pause and figure it out is I either think they're going to let every single person go. Oh, by the way, the return of New York City is so crucial. There, okay, there's two things crucial to the future of RHO and J. Teresa's wedding special, which just aired, which we're going to see the ratings, and the new Rony, which is on 716. If Teresa's show does well and the new Rony, the ratings are well, I truly think they're going to fire every single person except Danielle Cabral and Rachel Fuda. You have two gifts of two people that are there that did well. And I think they're going to cast the entire RHONJ around these two newbies who are 31 and 36. And it's going to be a whole bunch of 30 and early 40 somethings. And I think they will also give Teresa, yes, her own show with Louie and Gia and Teresa ain't making no $2 million. She's going to have a huge pay cut, but she's making zero right now. So she'll take the pay cut and Louie will get money and, and there'll be Teresa's whatever Teresa's version of don't be tardy and I think R-H-O-N-J will go forward with just Danielle and just Rachel which is a gift because New York had nobody you could have easily separated I think you easily can separate those two and I think Aiden will be out and Jackie and Margaret and Melissa and Jen Aiden, I think everyone will be gone except those two and I think Teresa gets her own special that is my prediction you heard it here first
1: Dolores.
0: unfortunately Dolores Switzerland unfortunately she's going to lose her job under that scenario, it just that's she has to. It's time to change. Right. Or I think. Well,
1: bye, you've lost a fan. I'm not going to watch then. I don't well, give a shit. do you care you about Danielle and that friend? And I don't well, give a shit about
0: any of them. That. That's why I think. And New the York, only
1: reason I'm giving one shot to New York is Jenna Alliance. I don't know who the other women are. Not that again. Not that you need to. The most interesting one was Lizzie Savetsky, whose husband. <laughs> I don't even know why he would be that dumb to use the n I, I don't understand how white people in 2023 even do it as a joke I have no idea and yet that was why they're allegedly gone I don't know if that's ever been confirmed but I was interested to see her as a Jewish matchmaker I loved it I think it's so New York and I was interested to see Jenna Lyons
0: but I don't really care about the rest of them do you Well, let me tell you something. It's not what I, that's why that's the caveat against this Jersey thing, but they also have now two girls, but look at the temperature check in the comments and the DMS and on YouTube with behind the velvet rope. It ain't, it ain't looking. It's people are not excited from what I can tell about for for
1: New York. Yeah.
0: People agree with you, Sarah, that, that, that the people have spoken and they agree with Sarah Frazier. They're not excited right now. They're not.
1: Dubai Dubai got a second season, so maybe people don't even have to be that enthusiastic. Maybe if they're just a little bit enthusiastic. And it, and it might knock us off our, you know, chairs. It might be really good. I just... When and I watched- love that it's about the fashion world. Maybe, maybe. I just, you know, again, I think what makes Housewives are these women that kind of, oh, they have these connections to... Hollywood or glamour or, you know, really when New Jersey started. And of course my girl, Kim D can talk more about this, but you know, kind of the allure was there was always these rumors, you know, the Manzos were connected with the mafia, you know, I mean, there's, there was like a little bit of growing up, gaudy rebooted. That's the part about New York, New Jersey. I want to hear because it's true and and I'm never going to be in that world. So I want to know. You know, there's always been those rumors about mafia ties. It's like, that's kind of what's interesting. I don't know. I mean, are we going to, I say that about these, these housewives, unless they're grandfathered in, I just, it's so hard to care about new people. I think.
0: It is. Well, listen, you have a lot. Listen, I think scenario two is that the two people to that we don't fire everyone. And I think then Melissa and Margaret lose their job. That's how I feel. Because if there is a standstill between Teresa and Melissa, they're going to choose Teresa. And I don't think, like, Kim, this is where Kim fights me. Oh, Margaret's not losing her job. She is. We're not going on pause for six months, nine months, three months to have next season feel anything like last season. When it comes back, it will feel like a completely new show, whether the same people are there or not. And you can't have, we're not taking down Margaret. There's no takedown. It's like, we're over it. The season's over. We're over Margaret having dirt on everyone and Laura. That storyline is so over. We're not going anywhere near it because that's the whole point of a damn pause. Are we talking about bots and Rina and Kathy? Nobody's talking about that on the TV screen. So- Firing Melissa doesn't really accomplish that. We have to get rid of Margaret. Nothing to do with my fallout with Margaret. I have no feelings. You guys have listened to me for years. You know I just speak the facts. I think if we don't let everyone go, it'll be Cabral and Fuda and Dolores and Jen Aiden and Teresa. And I think Margaret goes, Melissa goes, Jackie goes, and Fessler goes. And we bring in new people. So I think that is what is more likely to happen. But they don't want to get rid of Melissa. Yes, ma'am. And by the way, I just want to say I think you're right about Dubai also. I think that you don't really have to make such a splash. But go on. I think
1: it's good enough. It's going to get a second season. Uh, Okay, wait, wait, let's rewind. Didn't we like say all this shit about RHOBH because that went on pause, but it really ended up only going on pause maybe an extra additional month. And then didn't we have all these speculations? You did call it correct that Rena was going to be gone, but didn't we say other people were going to be gone? No. Well, I guess Diana. I,
0: I Yeah, okay. no. And by the way- that I guess we on... thought
1: Kathy would be back, right? We did think Kathy would be back and it turns out that's not true.
0: Medium. Okay. Medium, maybe by- it didn't. First of all, Beverly Hills went on pause longer than you think, maybe like three months. But no, we just said Diana's gone and Rena's gone. That's it. We maybe Dorit. Sure, I threw Doreet's name out there a lot, but it wasn't like okay. this. This is way graver a situation other than New Jersey. Just like what we talked about with Vanderpump Rules. This is a true standoff. I mean, that was almost Beverly Hills was almost easy. I mean, especially if we're going to believe Andy now that Rina sent the text and all that. And I mean, so that to me is always like an easy solution. I mean, we're not inviting Diana back, no offense to her. And Rina, I mean, there wasn't like a, like a, I mean, Kathy's a, 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 a friend of, she would film with, it's just like this is a real standoff between Teresa and Melissa where like it is over. Like we cannot. These two people cannot be on this show ever again together. They absolutely hate each other. They will always hate each other. This audience is Bravo is actually giving you credit. You're smarter than you know they think. And like this, we can't do it. It's over. They they've just done this to themselves. I don't think they regret it. I think they would still get here. It's hindsight's 2020. These two people should never film together again. They absolutely hate each other. They will never not hate each other. It is truly over. The Gorgas, Teresa, Joe, Melissa, it's over. Call it, put a nail in it. They will never be copacetic again. We can't pretend this. We've already done this to the audience. It's over. So we have a problem here with the future of the show. And Bravo is fucking pissed because the ratings are good. But if we bring back Melissa or Teresa... It will be Teresa. And having Teresa gone with her own special and then New Jersey with Melissa, I don't know, maybe I guess that's a solution. We, we got a, we got wait, a problem wait. here. We got a problem.
1: What do you think changed? Because I do feel like we were saying that Melissa was definitely going to be gone. So how, what, what did you hear from your insider or Kim D or whatever? I mean, how do you know that the network basically likes Melissa and now doesn't want to let Melissa
0: and Joe go? Well, from our insiders, you know, Kim and I speak separately to people on the cast, not the same person, not the, so I, I mean, I, I, you know, I like
1: know, I can't.
0: there's I people love it. I can't on the they cast. Call you. It's crazy. So yeah. the thing is like, you know, look, if the network didn't, if the, it was clear that they just wanted to get rid of Melissa, I think there wouldn't be such a long pause. I think it would be like, okay, we have to do this and let's move on. Like they really want to try to figure out a way to make it work. Like they really don't want to get rid of Melissa, but I don't see what's going to change. Like, I mean, I don't know, like, We're not just going to wake up in, you know, December and everyone's saying, oh, they're definitely filming the holidays. No, they are not. They're not definitely filming the the Christmas with the New Jersey housewives. They might, this might be off pause in September. It might be, but that is not what the cast has been told. They're like, we got to figure it out. So that could be tomorrow. That could be, you know, 2075. That could be three. months. I mean, it's, we'll figure it out when we get to it. I don't think they're rushing. I think New York, I think they're not doing a thing. They're not thinking about Jersey until New York hits the airways on 716. When you see Jenna Lyons and Cy Da Silva and Uba Hassan, you better start learning these names, Sarah, and all the other gals. These are the new gals in your life, Sarah. Speaking of which, can I say something? I mean,. Yeah we could explain how we got to Kristen Tateman but Ramona saying she doesn't know who Kristen Tateman is is literally i was at that hamptons party that was hosted by kristen and ramona was there and granted oh it was goodness, in 2000 so i mean do we does anyone believe that ramona singer doesn't know who kristen tateman is Come i on, do girl.
1: I do. Don't
0: you You think Ramona
1: just like, she knows her, she's met her, but she can't remember her name and she hasn't put two and two together. A hundred percent. That was the most Ramona Ramona thing ever. I loved it. Like that is, that's why they can't get rid of Ramona singer. I mean, Ramona is like the most, like, right. I mean, she doesn't care about what people say or think or she's just in Ramona's world. And it's, it's
0: so good. I thought that was hysterical. I mean, listen, am I good with remembering people's names? Oh my God, no. Am I good with remembering faces? No. So much to the point that when I see you now, I say, nice to see you. I will never say good to meet." I, Because I have said nice to meet you so many times. So hundreds of times where someone's like, we've met three times and I'm not that asshole. However, when I work with you, when I like, interact and have like a business venture with you or like you're a guest on the podcast. Like, sorry, we're not going to answer it. And we have a bad habit of answering calls. This is a six, three, one. I know what this is about. I want Astro. No, I want Astro. I want Astro turf in my front porch in my condo in the Hampton. So I've called some AstroTurf places. Listen, we don't have to solve the, the problems of the world today. So let's not deal with AstroTurf right now. Um, I, I don't, they were on a season together, two seasons through. I mean, they work together. You mean to tell me Ramona doesn't remember every person <laughs> who's been on the cast? Well, then she certainly isn't going to remember Cindy Barshop or or Jules Weinstein. No. I mean, Ramona is so Ramona. Ramona.
1: Ramona sees so many people. Do you think Ramona really knows or cares who she is? Like, please. There's been so many cast changes over the years. I mean, she knows her trides and trues, like her Sonia and Sonia Rita and, um, you know, Dorinda and like the gals. But no, I believe that. I think it was hysterical. But look, well, they know. have
0: people are like, how did they get to Kristen? I'm oh, like, let me shut my pass. Sorry, you guys. Um, it's like. Oh. The process of elimination, Jill bowed out because of the money. Bethany is not going to do it, although she certainly is talking about it a lot. Every video, let me tell you something. Bethany is a master at- Oh, she was-, did you, was well, what you she, think of this. She, she Bethany, Bethany, like, listen, at least when I'm being shady or I'm going to shade you, it's like, I'm going to shade you now. I'm not- Bethany pretends that she's so- innocent. And she's like, look, I mean, let me explain how like l- this girl's trip came about. And she's like now so like they were going to give them like $250,000 for a real girl's trip. And now they give them like a hundred thousand and listen, it's a bunch of women that like need the money. And so like also so tell us first of all how rich you are, Bethany, in this one sentence without saying it. It's a bunch of women that need the money and look, they also need the relevancy. So she's a little but then she's like, you know, and this and that and, you know, Kristen, she's a nice girl and look at they'll put them on an island and they'll spend like $500,000 total versus like $500,000 for one person. And like, they don't have a lot going on in the world. And so like, this is good for them. And like, tell us you're, you're above it all, Bethany, without telling us you're above it all. Just at least say, I'm shading all of you now, pay pay attention. She does it in such a way where it's like, Bethany, I don't know. I love her. I
1: like her hot takes on other people aside from Housewives better. Like I like her pop culture hot takes a lot more than I enjoy. Because uh, I don't know. <laughs> we talk about Carlos King like so much. But anyway, Carlos, I don't know if I, whatever. Carlos I was listens, honey.
0: Carlos- so give him the shout outs because he is listening right now. Really? Carlos <laughs> listens to I know, I adore him. Ca- Carlos is on my Patreon. Thanks for, the, thanks for the $14 oh. a month, Carlos.
1: He, you know he we were talking about she just needs to come back because she has given she's done some other projects you know she did that show with kevin o'leary on cn uh, csnb whatever CNBC, you know there that's been called money court she tried on shark tank um she had her own talk show you know it's 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 one of those things and by the way darlings the other thing if you're bored of housewives i watched the donna summer documentary on hbo max oh my god Oh. I mean, it just, oh, oh, tell my God. Tell me, tell David, me. Tell you me. Will melt. I mean, she's just one of the greatest icons of all time, Miss Summers. But Miss Summers actually didn't want to be a disco queen. And, you know, like all those songs, Love to Love You, Baby, all I, those excuse songs. Excuse me, really- Georgia,
0: Georgia Moroder. I love Donna. Ugh, Go on.
1: Last Go. dance. She didn't really want to become this disco icon. And where I'm going with this is she, she just really fought it most of her life. You know, we think she was like this gay icon that loved the gay community. and was, and she really, it, like it didn't, it didn't resonate with her the way it did with fans. And Bethany to me is like that. It's like, just give in, you know what I'm saying? You are a housewife. you're synonymous with this franchise. It's made you a millionaire eighteen times over, and it's just where people want to see you and and I think she should just give in and do it and be herself and- that's what I'm saying is like lots of times people fight it's kind of like you and me too, like I never would have done a bravo recap show. I really in a lot of ways, I don't give a shit about a lot of these shows. But now I get more messages about in, our girl. chemistry and friendship. And, and, you know, and I'm like, Sarah, don't. What I have learned from the fabulous Miss Summers, may she rest in peace, is sometimes you have the things you least suspect are going to be a hit become your biggest hit. And you almost got to go with it. You know, you've just got to go with it. I didn't expect
0: that you were going to be a regular two-day-a-week two thing. Trust me, this is not. Guys, no. when no. I air when I air my chats... With these Hollywood icons, three years after they're recorded, this is why. Because we have two days a week with Sarah. We have Monday, which is always Bravo. It only leaves two pieces of real estate. So trust me, I've rethought. It was like the world is telling you, this is where the ratings are, David. Listen to the numbers. So I agree with you. At one I mean, point, right at one point, I- Sarah Fraser was going to quit us. She was on to bigger and better things. I had to talk her off the ledge. Remember, you were having a breakdown at one point. She goes well. I watched guy.
1: this summer stock, and I thought, "Lean in, sweetie, to what the Thank you. audience Thank you. wants." Because, and you know, they talk about the documentary. It's so good. If you need a break, um, they talk about you know, towards the end of her life, she would do these shows, and she became very religious. So she would try to preach about Christianity and sing God songs, and like the audience was like, "Fuck off, give us last dance." You know, it's like, it's yeah. but you see that with stars. I've been to a Stevie Nicks show. And at the start of the Stevie Nicks show a couple years ago, she said, I'm not singing any of my classics. I stayed for 30 minutes and I walked out. I don't give a shit. I, I know you get tired of playing the hits. But that's what I want. That's why I paid... $300 to see you,
0: you I know, and all the every music guest I've ever had on this show. I asked that because, and I usually use Madonna as an example. Madonna's leaning in now with her 40th anniversary celebration tour, but Madonna, who I would see sing all the non-hits, I would prefer it actually, but that's just me. Madonna has notoriously throughout the years been like, fuck all of you. I will sing no hits. I will do as I please. But lots of people get upset. So I understand. By the way, by the way, okay, yeah. What was I going to say to you about? Oh, so I, I agree. Listen, it's everything the opposite of what I advised Ariana. That's do. what I
1: think about Ms. Bethany. Okay. Oh, okay. I, yeah. Like, yeah. No. What? Yeah, you... I,
0: I I like agree with you. Where I told Ariana to leave Vanderpump and take advantage. Look, Bethany has tried this. She doesn't need the money. Sure, but yeah. Like, I mean, here's my thing. I understand. I've left, and I never will speak of this. There are people like that. Like where I have these celebrities from the past on and they're like, they don't want to speak about that. Well, we're going to talk about your holiday movie, but if we can't talk about 90210 and your Tory spelling, I don't really want you on the damn fucking podcast. we got to talk about 90210. Same thing. Like Bethany's talking about housewives a lot. So it's like, if you don't want to talk about it and you really are going up now, we're in this weird in-between stage where you might as well just go and get a fucking paycheck and, take steal the steal the spotlight
1: you exactly i think she loves the spotlight she th- and and I, bethany is a person what i like about her is i one minute i love her the next minute i can't stand her i'm always two I seconds away from unfollowing and i kind of enjoy that because you know most people you tune in and it's they do the same content forever and fucking ever and then you realize then they do something you know that they don't think anyone's watching you find out they're an asshole i what i love about her is she wears it all you know, who she likes, who she hates, if she did something wrong. I mean, she does put it out there and I, she, she's meant for reality television and you've yeah. given it a go everywhere else. Come back and give people what they want.
0: I agree and listen, and this is no shade to Kristen Tateman. I saw her at La Bibliquette last summer in the Hamptons. Love her. She was on the show. She's the process of elimination. Jill didn't take the money. Bethany don't want to do it. Carol Raswell is not interested and in, she shits on the franchise. Heather Thompson would have been the one I'm going to go on record. It would have been her bringing her back. I have nothing. I have no problem with anything she did on the TV. But she's now associated with this fateful season 13 and the racism, quote unquote, and all that. So Heather isn't really, they're not rolling out the red carpet for her, which I think is unfortunate because she's wonderful and she's not the in remotely racist, but it would have been her. You can quote she, me on that. But she became. It's just yeah, an unforeseen just circumstance. She
1: became, yeah, like trying to be the mediator and it just, yeah, it's not, yeah, it not
0: going to be her. Aviva, we all thought it was going to be Aviva. I mean, people don't realize this. I interviewed Aviva. I went to her house on the Upper East Side. When people joke about this, like Aviva is, this is, I'm not revealing anything. Aviva is agoraphobic. Now I'm being completely serious. I'm not trying to be funny. I would never joke about something like this. If I was a young child and I had my leg, I mean, Aviva lost her leg when she was a young child because of an accident. If that was me- I would probably, I mean, I understand how you go from that to being agoraphobic in New York City. Why you're living in New York City, girl, I don't know. Go get some mansion in Kansas and live like, you know, her apartment's very nice. But Aviva wouldn't even come downtown or five blocks away when we, we, I had to go to her house. Aviva's agoraphobic and she admits it and she will not get on a plane and fly. That was the whole problem with her when she was on the show. She did not want to go on those cast trips. Remember she freaked out because we, so we can't use Aviva. Uh, tell me who else we have. Tinsley, Tinsley don't want to do it. So no shade at all to miss, to miss Tateman. But this is how we ended up with Kristen Tateman. The the, the slot was open for Kristen, Jules Weinstein, Or Cindy Barshop. So I think out of those three people, I mean, I, I would have loved to have seen Ebony, but they, you know, associate her with this fateful season 13 too. So it's not so strange because people are like, why Kristen? I mean, really, if you want to pull up the cast list from Wiki and go down the list, there is, there was no other choice. Literally. It was her Jules Weinstein or Cindy Barshop. And that is how we got to Kristen Tateman. And she's more of a presence in the history. And everyone thought of Viva, but Aviva will not fly. She does not leave her house. A True story. Not revealing any gossip. That's how we got. To Sorry, I have to go. Um, um. Just, I love you. Uh, now you got me it. riled up. Um, I'm sorry about your losses and your break-ins. Be, be strong during these trying times. I'm being serious. Look,
1: I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I'm sure people will message me this and be like, well, well you know, uh, you're right. Absolutely. The, I, like, as long as my son's okay, my husband okay, is okay, my mother's okay, my, you know, family, what do I give a shit? It's just you, more bothersome than someone taking it because I would give somebody $250. It, what's more bothersome is... The attitude here of other people is just like you don't need it. So what? Oh, you work.
0: Who cares? Not you don't mine. need it like other people. That's not like, my attitude. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like, I'm, programs, I'm like, programs, I'm like maybe. telling you back. I, I do not even I, give I, them the damn dime. I would just like a review of all the state programs in every state and where the money's going, and I, that's what I would like. And look, sure, people that need it, but. For all the people that don't need it and taking advantage of the system because they're lazy as fuck, I got some problems. So trust me, honey, when people DM us and you think they're going to come after you, trust me from this- Oh, they time, will.
1: They, no. I, believe me, they give me- And I I love hearing debate, But pe- and people send me diatribes, and they will. They'll send me a whole breakdown of Los Angeles and how money has been funding taken away, and it's a correlation with crime and this and that. And I, to, I, I agree with you. But that, why the fuck are we not prosecuting people? Why the fuck do neighbors here feel like it's totally fine to be- It's, have your car, it's literally. Sudden, and it's like, oh, well, you know, yeah. It just drives me insane. Cause I love Los Angeles.
0: Well, I'm anyway, not leaving. All right, bye. Talk to you soon, Sarah Fraser. Love
1: you, see ya. Bye. Bye. bye.